Good morning, everybody. How are you this beautiful day that the Lord has made? I'm Karen Jane Casey on the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. Every Wednesday, we have Sword of the Spirit. And in these episodes, we know that when we go out into the world each day, we need to be wearing our full armor of God. And it's described for us in Ephesians chapter 6. Well, among those, the armor is the Sword of the Spirit. And it's our defensive weapon, among other weapons, against the attacks of the enemy, our adversaries. So what is the sword of the Spirit? It is the Word of God. The Word of God. This is where we learn about God's promises for us. The salvation through Jesus Christ and the character of Jesus. So much more. So in this episode, we read and discuss portions of or passages from the Word of God. For the month of September, all of the Sword of the Spirit episodes come from the book of Isaiah in the Old Testament. Last week was healed by his stripes with encouragement found in Isaiah 53. It was all about Jesus describing why he had to come and suffer on the cross, how it happened, and what it means to you and me. What is so amazing is this. Isaiah was long, long, written long before Jesus came. If we haven't heard it, watched it, I hope that you'll go back to it. Today's episode is Servant of the Lord. Servant of the Lord. Maybe you're a person who, who serves the Lord on a regular basis because it's in you to serve and to help those in need, to help the widows, the orphans. You truly know what it means to love your neighbor. And although you... You're not looking for an earthly reward. Your motives are straight. Sometimes the task at hand can be so difficult or costly of your time, your resources, and your money. In that, you, do you ever wonder about the Lord's stand or view of, of you while you are serving Him by serving others? Well, let's study Isaiah 54 verses 11 through 17 you might be surprised to find promises he has for his servants. I'll read now a few verses in the Word of God, Isaiah 54 in the message, verses 11 through 17. Afflicted city, storm-battered, unpitied, I'm about to rebuild you with stones of turquoise, lay your foundations with sapphires, Construct your towers with rubies, your gates with jewels, and all your walls with precious stones. All your children will have God for their teacher. What a mentor for your children. You'll be bu- you will be built solid, grounded in righteousness, far from any trouble, nothing to fear. Far from terror, it won't even come close. If anyone attacks you, don't for a moment suppose that I sent them. And if you should attack, if they any should attack, nothing will come of it. I create the blacksmith who fires up his forge and makes a weapon designed to kill. I also create the destroyer, but no weapon that can hurt you has ever been forged. Any accuser who takes you to court will be dismissed as a liar. This is what God's servants can expect. Let me read that again. This is what God's servants can expect. I'll see to it that everything works out for the best. That's God's decree. Oh, wow. You know, in other places it says what the enemy means for harm. God has a good plan for your life. 
That's an awesome promise from the Lord. But you may ask, am I required to be a servant of the Lord? Is there somewhere in the word that says I am supposed to be doing that? Well, I know one place right off. The greatest commandment that Jesus said, which is found in several places, Matthew 22 and Luke 10. I prefer to read it in Mark 12, verse 30 through 31 in the New International Version. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. You know, in Deuteronomy, it tells you to put that on your, uh, on your wall. And I, I do have that commandment on my wall. But we're, the wall of our memory is more important. To always remember that. To love the Lord thy God with everything in you. Love him first. And then, love your neighbor. And we learn in the parable of the Good Samaritan that your neighbor is, would be those in need. You may wonder, is there any guidance in the Word of God about how a servant of God should conduct themselves? Well, there are several places. You could do a study on that. Let's look at a few verses, although there are several. 2 Timothy 2, 24 in the Amplified Version is very descriptive. The servant of the Lord must not participate in quarrels, but must be kind to everyone, even tempered, persevering peace, and he must be skilled in teaching, patient and tolerant when wronged. Well, I'm still working on that. It's a challenge daily. How about you? There are several other passages that about being a servant of the Lord by serving others. Jesus himself, even though the Son of God, he was willing to be a servant for all of us, even to death, because his desire was for our eternal life. And so, out of obedience and gratitude, we serve him by serving others, especially those in need. And in that, we are God's co-workers. God's co-workers. And I can say this, maybe you can too. I am thankful that Jesus was willing to suffer and die on the cross, even to pay for my sins. And I'm thankful that Jesus arose in three days. He defeated death. And when Jesus ascended to heaven, he did not leave me alone. Jesus left with every believer, the Comforter, the Intercessor, the Holy Spirit, so we will never be alone. And I'm thankful that Jesus is coming to bring us all home, to be with Him in heaven forever. Because of gratitude for salvation in Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, I strive to be God's co-worker, a servant of the Lord. And I hope that that is in your heart as well. If you have not made the decision as a believer, or you're not sure uh, of your eternal future, then I urge you to pray with a humble and contrite heart. Walk away from your sinful life. Believe in Jesus, his crucifixion, the resurrection, and ascension into heaven. Accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and be thankful that you are redeemed forever through Jesus Christ. Once you've become a believer, you too, out of gratitude and obedience, will work as God's co-worker, his beloved servant. Read again the God's promises in the servant of the Lord in Isaiah. Well, before we go, let me read, or uh, uh, let me say a prayer, a short prayer for each, each and every one of us. Dear Father God, 
I pray this for listeners, for those watching, and for myself, all of us, Lord, that we may humbly come to you and ask for whatever it is we need, whether it be for redemption or for rescue, for deliverance. We know that you, Lord, will bring us help in times of need, whether it's big or small, healing and overcoming of every hardship that we may face, and you will answer our prayers. We have faith in that. And our salvation comes through Jesus Christ. I pray that each and every person has an abundance of favor and blessings. Your peace and joy replacing all their troubles. That their fears will be replaced with patient faith and courage. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I want to thank you again for joining me on Wednesday's Sword of the Spirit as under the podcast turn to god with karen and as you may know turn to god with karen episodes on monday are about our hope and faith journey encouragement through our um, overcoming challenges and then every friday is karen's book corner where we talk about books i've written and also a review of books other authors have written this is karen jane casey author speaker podcaster domestic violence victim advocate, and ambassador for Christ. Stay tuned for Turn to God with Karen, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And if you have feedback for me, go to my website contact page and give me any suggestions and comments that you have. It's always appreciated. When you're there, you'll see books, blogs, and information regarding domestic violence. You can even purchase my books there. Well, thank you and God bless.